God, to, to distract us from the things that you are doing in all of our lives. Father God, your son Jesus said that he came that we would have life and have life more abundantly, but the, but the devil came to steal, kill, and to destroy. Father God, as I stand here before your people today, oh God, help us to remember that through it all, you are still good to us right now. God, you, did, you, didn't, you didn't just decide today to be good. You always been good. God, your word says in the beginning when you formed everything, you was good then, oh God. Wherever you spoke out of your mouth, it was good. And God, we know that you have spoken about today and it is still good today. And God, and as we look around this room, oh God, when you made man and you finished everything that you had made, you said everything was very good. So God, help us to see one another, oh God, in a very good way, oh God. Father God, we none of us are evil. We are all very good, oh God. God, and I thank you, oh God, because there are there are something that you have placed on the inside of us, oh God, to help us to walk out of the out of the dangers of this life, and that is the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you for the Holy Ghost this morning. For Jesus said that He would be, He would send the Comforter, that he, which would be the Spirit of Truth, that would give us the revelation of the truth in all things, oh God. And the truth is, oh God, that you still love us, oh God. God, even though we don't always treat each other like we love one another, but God, the truth is, you still love us in spite of. God, you still love us in spite of the world. You still love us in spite of whether we pray or not. You still love us whether we bring offerings or sing or, or whatever it is, God. You still love us in spite of. And God, we want to thank you because in spite of God, you showed us mercy. Oh, God, when you should show us punishment. God, we want to thank you for that you've shown us grace. God, when times we should have held back your hand. Father God, we are thanking you in this place, God. But God, I ask you, God, to allow your Holy Ghost, oh God, to move in this place, oh God. Allow your Holy Ghost to resonate in this place, God. Let him, let him resonate, let him reside, oh God, in this place. Let him shift the atmosphere that it will be easier for preaching, oh God. Father God, I want to thank you for those who are on vacation. God, visiting family and friends. God, be with them as they are traveling. But when they when they return, oh God, we know that you're going to bring them back safely. God, I ask you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, to have Daniel Florida to decrease, but have Jesus Christ increase to your people in word, deed, power, and sight. And in Jesus' name, let the whole church say amen. Let us go down to Ephesians chapter 6. Amen. Just a few verses. We're just going to start at verse 10. You all right this morning? You all ready for this word this morning? Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. neighbor you ready for this word? Amen. Amen. Just a few verses. It says from the King James Version, it reads, finally, my brethren. Hallelujah. You be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're going to stop right there. Hallelujah. 
Today I came to preach to us this morning about we're in a fight, but not with one another. Amen. We are in a fight, but not with one another. Amen. I don't know if you know that, but we in a fight today. Amen. As we look around what's happening in this world, as we look around and, and see what's happening in our families, man, we can't even hardly go to the grocery store. Talk to me. I need a little more volume on this mic. I feel like I can't even, can't even hear myself. Uh, but we, 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 we are in some kind of a battle, church, glory, hallelujah, that is just, just seems like we don't know when it's going to end. But the, but, the, but the amazing part is, is that we are fighting the wrong ones. Many of us are fighting one another. I can't get no help in here. Many of us are fighting one another, but the Bible here tells us that we're not in a fight against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. What do you mean by flesh? That means he's referencing to, to family. That means you're not against me, and I am not against you, but we are. There is something in the government that the government uses and military and all over the world and other countries use it is that they use spies. They use spies in other countries to spy out what the other country is doing to, to, to understand their secrets so that they can somehow use their secrets against them. It is called espionage. That's what it's called. It is called espionage. And the, and the best spies are the spies that, that you don't know that they spies. They look like you. They, they talk like you. They eat what you eat. They, they just blend right in. You are comfortable around them. You even fall in love with them. You, you, you have a relationship with them, and you're so comfortable till you begin to release information about what's going on in your life, or in your home, on your job. And they can take that information and report it back to their government and use it. Hallelujah. Against your government and against you. Because they don't want you to know that they hate you. Hallelujah, somebody. And, and but, but, but there is also something that that countries use to combat espionage, there is something called counterintelligence. Hallelujah. Counterintelligence is organized activity. It is organized intelligence. It's when you know what the enemy is trying to do. So you have information out there that you beware that there are spies in the midst. And the spies is trying to turn one of us, each of us against one another. Because you may, you may think they love you, but they don't. They're out to destroy you. And because the government uses information, they use this counterintelligence because they want to make sure that they are on God as well as us. And what I've learned is that with espionage and with counterintelligence, both sides only share with the public what they want the public to know. Amen. It's called control. Hallelujah. 
It's called control, wanting to control the situation, wanting to control the scenario, wanting just to be in charge of all of the power. Hallelujah. Even our military, I've never been in the military, but 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 I've learned this over time from what people have, have told me. It said that, that when you join the, a branch of the military, uh, you, you go, there is basic training. Hallelujah. But basic training is, is tough. But basic training is, the, is, is set up to prepare you for, in certain cases, called specialized training. Hallelujah. You may be on infantry. You may be on bombs. You may be on, on espionage. You may be on counterintelligence. Whatever it is, you're going to learn a special type of, 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 of training to learn how to combat the enemy. Because when it gets wartime, all this information will be useful. Hallelujah. But when very, very rare do, 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 do many do all the soldiers go out to war. But for those that do go out to war, one of the things that the military teaches you is about uh, when you go into war, they teach you a lot about the enemy. Yes, they do. They want you to know the enemy well. They want you to know the weapons that the enemy is going to use. They want you to know the tactics that the enemy is going to use. But they also want you to know that you are going to be prepared. They're going to prepare you to be in a fight with the enemy. So whatever weapon that the enemy will try to use, that will not work against you because you already have the information to use what you got to defeat them with what they got. The same as it is in this scripture. Hallelujah. We, when we go throughout the, all of Jesus' ministry, one of the things that Jesus often talked about was when he did something, he would say something like, what I'm showing you now, hallelujah, you won't understand now, but in time, you will understand what this means. Hallelujah. For example, when he was washing their feet, glory, hallelujah. When he was washing his disciples' feet, when he took off his garments and girded himself and he grabbed a towel and he went down by their feet, he would say, wait a minute, you can't wash my feet. He said, but I got to wash your feet. You don't understand now. But what I'm doing to you, you will understand later. And he said, but you can't touch my feet. He said, if I don't wash you, you will have no part of me. They didn't understand, but what, what Jesus was, was talking about was that he was talking about how sin would be washed away from you, that there would be a washing away of your sins, and that would have to happen. But then but then Peter goes off and said, don't just wash part of me, wash all of me. But Jesus said, when I've washed you, you don't have to keep being washed, because once you have been clean, you are clean. Hallelujah. But even when we look into the book of Ephesians, Paul here is, is, is the Ephesians really deals a lot with people. Hallelujah. The first three chapters deals with letting us know that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Hallelujah. We are not one another's enemy. We are to love one another. We are to respect one another. We are to enjoy one another. We are to help one another. We are to be there for one another. And when you're down, we ought to pick each other up. And when you are up, we ought to celebrate with you. And when you're sad, I ought to be sad with you. And when you're happy, I ought to be happy with you. Why? Because we are in this thing to 
as he as he as he as he's going on through talking about 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 how we have to recognize who we are that we are the sons of God whether you are a woman or a man if you are in Christ you are a new creature we are the sons of God and because we are the sons of God we have an inheritance your inheritance ain't different from mine we have the same inheritance which is in Jesus Christ so don't try to alienate your brother don't try to alienate your brethren in Christ because the same thing you want I want too so why don't we just go and get it together but then he 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 switches a little bit and he begins to talk hallelujah he begins to he begins to talk about how we got to walk in love hallelujah how we got to walk in love we get to this fourth chapter the fourth chapter deals with walking in love, hallelujah. How we got to walk in the love of, of God because if we're going to walk in, if we're going to follow God, hallelujah, we got to walk in the love of God, hallelujah. We got to walk in the love of God. And if you're walking in the love of God, you got to be unified, right? Right? Because how can we walk together unless we agree? And if we can't agree, then we won't be in love. And if we are not in love, we can't walk with God. But because Paul says that we are we we are we are we are we are there to walk in love because we are one another in Christ together. Because this is the prayer that Jesus said or talked to talk with his father about in John 17. He said, it is, it is, it is my prayer, oh Father, that, that, that they will be one as you and I are one. Because everyone that you have given me, I haven't lost not one. And I want you to know today, none of us are lost, but there is a problem. Hallelujah. There is a problem. We think that we are fighting one another. We are not here to fight one another. We are here to embrace one another. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to tell you, there is a war going on, and it's not with me, and it's not with you. Hallelujah. If I can get a show of hands in here, who, who believes in here that God is up to something in this place? Hallelujah. Who who believes that that God got, got something coming so good in this place? I can feel it. Hallelujah. But, but, but I want to tell you, this is not a new feeling. This is a thing that has happened time and time again. And it seems to be every time. It looks like we are about to get to God. God, seems like something Seems like some crazy comes in the midst. And next thing you know, all this love and all this unity that we got, it seems like chaos. It just a flood the church. Man about one thing, man about something else. And then when you look at it, you say, hey, really, didn't make any much sense. Why are we mad about that? It's because of the enemy. Hallelujah. The enemy, he's used espionage. The, unit, the enemy, he has come in. And, and, and what he's trying to do is separate us because he don't want us to walk in love. Can I get a witness? He don't want us to walk in love. He don't want us to walk wholesome. Hallelujah. But, but Paul tells us there are certain areas that we need to pay special attention to when it comes to our relationships. Glory. Hallelujah. He talks about husband and wives. About hus how husbands and wives, how we have to know our place. Hallelujah. In the relationship. I can't get no help in here. Hallelujah. About how wives have to know 
be submissive to their husbands. Amen. But also, but, but if you read a little bit further, it said that we have to be submissive one to another. Hallelujah. So the husband going to be submissive and so is the wife going to be submissive to each other. But there are things that we are responsible for and we have to remember that I can't do what you do and you can't do what I do, but together it's going to work out. Hallelujah. As long as we are walking in love, as long as we are walking in unity, it's going to work out. Hallelujah. Same thing when he's talking about the family unit. He talks about the children. Hallelujah. About how the children need to, that's the same way a children, a child needs to uh, have a relationship with the parent. Hallelujah. And how the parent needs to raise the child. How, the, how there's got to be a certain level of respect, a certain level of accountability in these relationships so that we can stay on one accord together because that is the plan of God that we stay on one accord together that we stay unified together because we are stronger together than we are separated we're in this chapter when he says family my brethren he tells us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might because he knew that the devil was not going to be happy with all of this unity he knew that the devil was not going to like all of this cohesiveness. The devil don't like it when we come together. The devil don't like it when we pray for one another. The devil don't like it when we when we have a relationship with the Father. He don't like it. He don't like it that Jesus Christ came down like it. He just don't like it. And he don't like you, but he somehow gets in our midst. How does he get in our midst? I'm going to give you a perfect example. Things are going good. Hallelujah. Everything is going swell. Everybody is eating good. And all of a sudden, somebody walks back and don't even smile. All of a sudden, you look at that person. She don't see me standing here. And you, and you look, you don't say nothing, but you keep watching. And you see them speak to everybody else. There must be a problem because she spoke to them, but she didn't speak to me. Hallelujah. And then they walk past somebody else and don't speak. Spoken said the same thing. She didn't see me standing here. Then you saw all of a sudden somehow your eye meets my eye. And we see the same thing and we go. Next thing you know, you swole all day. Hallelujah. You can't even hear the preacher. You can't enjoy the choir because you stuck on being swole because somebody didn't speak to you and then you get on the phone and you begin to talk about that person. Who does she think she is? You know, I've been here longer than they have. Hallelujah. You know I'm talking about the truth, y'all. Little do we know that ever using temptation when you read the word of God, he says here, is that we got to put on the whole armor of God, hallelujah. Why? That we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. What are the wiles of the devil? The wiles of the devil are tricks, hallelujah. Tricks, and you know, and the Bible talks about it as being trickery. What is really trickery? is like a practical joke. What is a practical joke? A practical joke is when I, I set up something, like, you know, those whoopee cushions. And you put it in a certain spot, and you put it there, then you put it right there, and you go over here. 
and you wait. They sit on the whoopee cushion and it sounds like somebody done passed gas. Everybody started laughing and you look around. Who did it? And then you look around right with, I don't know who did that. That's how the devil is. He does things just like that. You think it's somebody else, but it's the devil. He's around here doing, he's tempting you to do certain things so that there can be a division, so you can't walk in unity, so that you can't walk in love, so that we can't get what God got for us. But I'm here to tell us today, I'm here to use counterintelligence because the Bible tells us if we stand together and we walk together, we shall not be defeated. We are not here to be defeated. But the Bible says we are more than conquerors. Are we more than conquerors, church? We are more than conquerors. We are not going to let this type of mess separate us. We done been through too much together. Hallelujah. Ain't we been through a lot? We done been through a, a lot in this church. And the reason why he keeps showing his ugly head is because after a while, he realizes when he thinks he got us, it's something about the love of God. Hallelujah. You, you, can't, you can't stop God's love from loving. Hallelujah. But you can stop hate from hating. Because if I keep loving on you, that love going to dispel that hate. That love going to move out some hateful attitudes. If I keep loving on you, you may not forgive me, but I'm going to keep loving on you because that's what Christ would have me to do. You may not ever tell me why you're mad. I may not ever tell you why I'm mad, but if I hold on, if I hold on to the word of God, if I remember what God said, there comes the Holy Ghost. Because we got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will tell you that it ain't your neighbor, it ain't your relative, it's the devil. It's the devil. When you're strong in the Lord, you know it's, you're not just strong in the Lord. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that's going to keep you. It's the Holy Ghost that's going to guide you. So when craziness begins to happen, you don't look to the devil. You look to the Lord. This is why we put on the whole armor. What is the whole armor? It's down below. But he's really talking about the word of God. Hallelujah. It's the word of God. Jesus said, if you abide in me, if you abide in me, and my word, hallelujah, and my word, hallelujah, abides in you. Ask your neighbor, is the word in you? Is, if the word is in you, the devil can't get where he don't belong, hallelujah. The devil can't get in where God's already at. Because the, the Holy Spirit don't dwell in no unclean places. So if the devil can creep in, that means the Holy Ghost ain't there. We're not fighting against each other. I'm not here to fight against you. You're not here to fight against me. Pastor, why are you preaching this sermon? It's going good. You're right, it is. It's just, I, don't, I want us to be aware because things are going good. Things that there are some movement, there are some movement happening. There are some things that God is sending our direction. I want us to be prepared. The devil is not going to sit back and let it happen. He wants to block everything. He knows he can't win, but he's going to keep on trying. He knows he can't be the victim, but he's going to 
keep on trying. He's going to keep trying to block each and every one of us. He's going to try to block love and send in hate. He's going to try to block unity and send in separation. He's going to keep on trying. He wants to make us look like fools and idiots, but we are not fools. We are not idiots. We know the word of God. And the word of God tells me, I don't fight against you. Hallelujah. I don't fight against you. You don't fight against me. Every time we get into a meeting or whatever, even in your homes, hallelujah. Let's talk about it. Sometimes in our homes, something, some fall can happen. Hallelujah. Just good. There's some crazy, and we look at it and say, all right, you better watch your mouth. Who do you think you're talking to? All that you would deal with that you go to the child's bedroom. The Bible says, fathers, don't provoke the children to wrath. Hallelujah. Now, we think, I've heard about this before. Yes, the Bible does say, spare the rod, spoil the child. But there's a level of, 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 of spanking that can turn a child to wrath. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If it wasn't so, it wouldn't be written. So some folks would say, I wish my child would. Don't say that today. Because today our children got access to weapons. And the devil will use the most innocent of minds to do some of the most devilish acts. And we'll blame their child. But we have to understand it ain't their child. It's the devil. How do you know, Pastor? You've seen the news where six-year-old children bringing guns to school? Seen a child walk out the house in a diaper shooting a gun? That ain't the child. That's the devil. And we got to stop blaming the parents on everything. Sometimes the parents don't know what children are doing. The children can have, can, can you know, I'm going to say this to us. You know, children do know how to act. I'm going to hit that rewind button. Children know how to act. I don't know what acting school they go to. I don't know what words they know how to say. But we've all been there. We've all, I don't know when we walked into that door, but we've all learned how to lie to our parents. I can't get no help in here. Every last one of us know exactly what to say to mama to get mama to do something your way. Know exactly what to say to get daddy to do things your way. You even know what to say to make mama and daddy fight against one another. Hallelujah. But the beautiful part is that when mother and father have a working relationship, it don't matter what the child do. Because they are on one accord walking in love, you can't separate them. So it is with the body of Christ. We've the right relationship and we're walking together in love and we're there in unity. No matter what the devil does, can't nothing separate us because we're in this thing together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He, he tells us. In this 12th verse, we not fight against each other. He said there is some principalities. Hallelujah. Everything that he's talking about, you can't see it. Hallelujah. Principalities. Hallelujah. Against powers, against rulers of, of the darkness of the of this world. It means they're hiding in the dark. I mean, you don't know that they're there, but they're trying to let you know 
that they in this with you, but they're not. These spirits, this evilness, all of this wickedness is there to destroy you. It's there to destroy all But if we got the Holy Ghost, I'm going to remind us, wake up that Holy Ghost on the inside of you. If you got the Holy Ghost, tap into it. If your first thought is to think that yeah, I don't know why she don't like me, something is telling you, oh my goodness, wait a minute. I just talked to her phone yesterday. I talked to her last night. I saw her at the grocery store. She can't be mad at me. You y'all don't want to hear me today. We are we are hold on to something so small when all the previous counterintelligence tells then it's, this espionage shouldn't be working because of the relationship that we got with one another because of the relationship that we got you will not think or believe that you out to get me or I'm out to get you we are not out to think no one in this church should think that anybody in here will see this church destroyed nobody in here will not want to think that nobody wants to see anybody in this church blessed we all want to see each other blessed. We all want to see each other happy. We all want to see each other healed, delivered, and set free. We want to see this church go forward. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? We all want to see this church go higher in the Lord. We want to go higher, higher heights, deeper debts. Hallelujah. Because wherever the spirit of God is, that's where we want to be. And where God is, the devil can't be there. Hallelujah. As I come to my close, I'm going to tell us this. The reason why Job had a rough life after he got sick, it wasn't because of his boils. Let me hit that rewind button. It wasn't because of the boils. It wasn't because he was scraping his skin. The devil told him, he said, if you let me touch him, hallelujah. He said, I'm, he will cuss you to your face. If, if you let me put my hands on him. And God said, I won't let you kill him, but you can touch him. And yes, he may have had, he was stricken with boils. But then his friends came. Hallelujah. See, this is, this is the benefit of the Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Ghost wasn't there in the Old Testament. It would rest upon somebody. You didn't see any indwelling of the Holy Ghost. So when you see Job, his friends had love for him. And I get a witness. We see that they had love for him when they saw him sitting on the ground with boils all over his body, with dust on his head, not talking. They did the same thing. They sat beside him in silence and they sat right there. But then one day, because of Job's grief and agony and sickness, he spoke out and cursed the day that he was born. And after a while, with all the talking that he did, his friends had to put Job in his place. After a while, it wasn't about his sickness. It was about proving to Job that Job was wrong. But the Bible kept saying they were his friends. When there is a friend, that means there is a relationship. And if there's a relationship, that means that friend should know the other friend. So when the friend is talking what he's talking, 
you will not be able to charge what he says against them because you already know what's happening with your friend. Okay, so it wasn't the fact that it was his sickness. The devil used, well, he used the words of the friends against each other to separate them. Because if you read the scripture, it only spent one chapter on his boils, but it spent another 40 chapters on how they were against one another. It's been, and this was the plan of the enemy. I didn't see this until last night because if the, 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 the devil can't come into you and say, hey, I'm the devil, I'm going to separate you. He never going to do that. He moves too smooth for that. He'll use temptation. He wants to, he wants to come in and he'll get in a conversation and he'll speak into your ear and say, yeah, did she just say that to you? Did he just talk that way to you? Did he just say that? Who they hear just certain things, certain temptations will get at you. He just this is the this is the wiles of the devil. This is the trickery, temptations to get us to be separated. And that's what separated Job and his friends. But praise be to God, God brought them back together. Did he not do that? Because they had a relationship with God and then God brought them back. But here's the good part. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. Because when Jesus gave us the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, the Bible tells us that the enemy had already had entered, entered uh, Judas, hallelujah. And he told him, whatever you are about to do, you go ahead and do it. And when he left, that's when Jesus told him about the Holy Ghost. When Judas left, he's when, when every single time, but when it came to the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, he wouldn't speak about the Holy Ghost in the presence of the enemy because the Holy Ghost can only move in love. And if there is no love for God, there will be no movement of the Holy Ghost. There has got to be some love for God. Is there any love for God in this place? Is there anybody in here that love God? If you love God, then you surely got to hate the devil. If you love God, you truly got to love me. If we love God, we got to love one another and we got to hold each other up. We got to hold each other up. We got to know that. That's what you say, you don't mean that. You don't mean some of the stuff. And if you want me to not to charge it to your head, or not charge it to your heart, whatever that thing we say. We have to remember that the Bible tells us that we are to stick together. We are to stick together. And in all our getting, we've got to get understanding between one another. So before we quickly pass judgment, which is what Satan wants us to do, instead of you letting that person walk off, I love how my wife does it. She goes up to me and says, hey, you didn't speak to me today. Everything all right? See, that's the Holy Ghost right there. Hallelujah, because if there was something wrong, the person, yes, I'm mad at you. And you'll work it out in that moment. It, it ain't got to fester. It ain't got to take root. Because that's what happens. Satan wants things to take root. Because when it takes root, it grows. And when it grows, it produces fruit. If it takes root in hate, it'll grow fruits of hate. And, you know, in every piece of fruit, there's a seed. 
And if the if there's fruits of hate, there's also seeds of hate that can get planted all over the church to keep on separating us, not just in here, but even in our lives, even in our homes. I know you came to shout today, but there was a word for everybody today. We did not come to fight each other. We were not born to fight each other. We were not born to put each other down. God didn't, Jesus didn't deliver us. He didn't do that so that we can permanently be at odds. We are to remember that we are children of the most high God. And if we are sons of God, that means we are, we are heirs with Christ. And when he died for one, he also died for a few more. He didn't just die for a few more. He died for everybody in this generation and the generation to come. But I got some bad news for you. If we are not holding on to each other in love when he comes, we will not go back with him. That is the sermon for today. Doors of the church are open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, give God some praise in this place. Hallelujah. 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 We're in a fight, but we're not in a fight with each other. We are not in a fight with each other. We're in a fight with the devil. Hallelujah. 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 